Thank you for listening to this podcast from TheUnheardNerd.com. If you like what you hear, please consider liking, sharing, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast feed of choice, and help us to keep creating and improving our content. Thank you. For TheUnheardNerd.com, this is Jump the Shark, the pop culture podcast. And we are dropping listeners faster than Han Solo makes the Kessel Run in Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, yes, John, the bad news is that we are consistently getting less and less downloads each show that we do, which is a bad sign. No. Yep, it's true. It's true. Um, I checked the stats and I counted on one hand and we are definitely losing listeners every show. But that's okay. It's all right. I think shows often start strong with a pilot episode. People's interest has peaked and then it takes a little while for the story to develop and people to get used to the characters that's you and me and um and then it it picks up again it picks up word of mouth that's what we need and i happen to know john that we have yes at least one new listener and again it's a friend of ours so um (laughs) keeping with the theme still counts still counts yeah so a a big shout out to uh, jc little jamie little jamie collins Oh, little Jamie Collins, tickle him under the chin. Um, he uh, he was bullied into subscribing to the podcast when five guys went to five guys at the weekend, and we'll have more on that uh, later. Um, and eventually, uh, Ben Dinklage turned up and made it six guys. So um, so anyway, yeah, more on that coming up. Um, uh, not so much feedback, but um, just you know some commentary on our listenership. Before we get into the show, all hail Jeffy Jeff. Uh, all hail Jeff. Hi Jeff, patron saint of the show. Um, that that spot is open to um, you know being bought off Jeffy Jeff, but it will involve real money. So <laughs> anybody who wants to be patron say at the show, <laughs> get in touch. We accept PayPal. And um, yeah, stuff. So John, 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 Will, John, Will, Will, Will. Going to go full spoilers Will. on the Avengers: Infinity War, and um, <laughs> that's okay, isn't it? I no, I haven't seen it yet. Although I have, I do thanks to. Uh, a rogue website that did do a major spoiler for me. Thanks for that. Damn, damn. I I thought I knew a spoiler, and I kind of did going yeah. into it, but actually what I thought I knew turned out not to be. So I actually did quite a good job of avoiding spoilers before going to see Avengers Infinity War. Oh, well done. At the IMAX 3D in blue water. Um, ah. Anyone that doesn't know. You're just up the road from me. Yeah, just up the road from you. Didn't invite you. Um, I thought you were working Thanks. somewhere. <laughs> Oh, listen, I thought you were working. Are you not working? You're working. Yeah, I'm working. Is it the weekend just gone? Yeah. Yeah, I'm working. Fair enough. Okay, good. I, I, I Wow, I would have felt really bad if you were actually not, not working. <laughs> uh, because you work all over the bloody country. And, um, and well, yeah. you know, but if you had not been working, I would have invited you naturally. Um, and it could have been seven guys at five guys. Hmm. Seven guys, five guys. Uh, I had my first experience with five guys while we were there. But anyway, Blue Water, the biggest <laughs> shopping yes. centre known to humankind. So it's it's like a spaceship in the middle of, well, I think it's Kent. Is it in Kent? Dartford. It's, Gravesend. Yes, Kent. Yeah, it's in Kent. It's like a spaceship. I'm not fully convinced it's not a spaceship. I think they're just <laughs> stocking up for when the end of the world comes and that thing will lift off into space. That's what I think. Also, I lost my car Possibly. there. <laughs> I don't blame you. Several <laughs> large car parks. I, I mean, basically, it's one big circle, and there were car parks all the way around it. 
And I thought, yeah, yeah, I'll do the smart thing. I'll park by one of the big department stores, which you know formed. There were sort of yeah. like, a, like a one in each, well, equidistant. There were three major department stores. We had three cars there. All of three of us parked at different department stores, um, and then <laughs> met within the the confines of this enormous shopping center i figured i will park yeah. by john lewis i i know i, I okay. parked i parked three spaces away from the entrance to john lewis i i knew my car yeah. was there i knew where it was there's no way i couldn't find my car uh-huh. at the uh-huh. end so we went it was a 10 30 showing uh two and a half hour right. film quite long and um yeah, obviously you got your adverts before that film, yeah. film finishes at 1 30 in the morning I'm perfectly fine. I haven't been up all day. Um, it's fine. Uh, absolutely knackered, I should say, uh, because I took my family for lunch in Camden in the morning, went to football in the afternoon, went to Five Guys, and then watched a film. And one um, thirty in the morning, I've walked out of the... Bearing in mind the shopping centre's closed at this point, one thirty in the morning, there's just a few yeah. bods walking around cleaning stuff. And um, I've walked out by John Lewis. I've gone to the third parking spot from the entrance... No car. Yeah. I'm shitting it. Uh-oh. I'm absolutely shitting it. I'm like, <laughs> okay. fuck, where is the car? And more importantly, it's a really long walk home from here. And um, so I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the phone to, to my friends. Um, you know, uh, shout out to Keith, who didn't pick up first, but rang me back. Yeah. And shout out to JC, <laughs> our, our newest listener. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm like, guys, I think my car's been stolen. I, I, I swear, I'm standing right in the spot where I parked it. I can't find it. I'm, I'm really worried panicking like uh-huh. what, what do i do lost the car and um there's a guy jet washing the car park so i went over to him and i was like mate this sounds like a really stupid question but i don't suppose there's another entrance to john lewis around here and he started laughing he went he went have you lost your car i said yeah <laughs> not not anywhere near as cool as he appeared to be about it and um he yeah. was like all right just go in walk around a little bit more and come out in the green car park and see if it's there which I duly <laughs> did, and there it was, three parking spaces from there, an entrance to John Lewis. <laughs> that was my car. Um, so I've had a few comments, like, shall we call the Avengers to help you um, find your car? <laughs> but um, I did manage to drive home, got home at 2.30 in the morning, so that was my adventure, um, going to see Ooh. Avengers Infinity War. Uh, the film is all right. And uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 10 years of Marvel Cinematic Universe gets boiled down to, all right. It's all right. It's okay. Well, there's not much I right? can say, John, if you haven't seen it. Um, I mean... It, is it too spoilery? It's got, there's a lot that happens, and I don't want to spoil anything for you. Um, it is you know, one of the better Marvel films. I mean, my favourites so far have been mm-hmm. uh, First Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok, in no particular order, Second Guardians, and then the others are all... They're all right. They're okay. I like some of them more yeah. than others. Like some of them, I don't like at all. Um, Avengers: Infinity War. It's up there. It's not funny like you know Thor: Ragnarok or or Guardians are. There are uh-huh. comedic moments in it, um, but mostly it's fairly serious and fairly sinister. Obviously, um, revolves around Thanos and his plan. Though I don't know why exactly, but he wants to wipe out half of all life in the universe um, to bring okay equality uh, and like um i don't know some kind of equilibrium i suppose 
uh, between them, I don't know, like good and, and bad, it's going to, I guess, kind of a, a dark side, light side thing going on there. Um, nothing to do with Marvel owning Disney and, uh, sorry, Disney owning <laughs> Lucasfilm and Marvel these days. And it obviously it brings together pretty much all the characters that we've seen in the Marvel universe for 10 years, as you say. It's been a long time. Yeah. And... Um, and and yeah, shit kicks off. It's 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 a big fight. There's a lot going on. Um, lots of different strands. It's nice to see like the different characters sort of coming together and, and interacting in ways that they they've never met before. And um, uh-huh. and the after credits, although very very short, there's only one after credit scene, no mid credit scene. Um, although oh. very very short, is super exciting for me. I'll say no more. Okay. Uh, probably gives you a little bit of a hint if you've um, if you've listened to the show before and seen how excited I am for a forthcoming Marvel film, um, but um, and and terrified of it at the same time in case they fuck it up, which is <laughs> entirely possible. Um, but yeah, so that that was that, that's um, kind of spoiler free. I'd say um, more, definitely more than a four out of ten, um, <laughs> which is. Uh, <laughs> Which is what you can rate us on iTunes if you choose. Uh, if you if you like the show, rate us a four out of ten. Um, now I'd say it's, it's a four out of five. It's not a perfect film, um, but uh, yeah, very very enjoyable and definitely well worth going. And um, but don't see it in three D. It's not worth it. It's really not worth it. No. Do you think does it does it suffer a little bit from having too many characters in it? Do you think? I thought it might, but actually no. I, for me, it no? wasn't. It wasn't too much. It wasn't overkill because I'm, I'm familiar with all of the characters. Um, some of them take a sort of a backdrop part rather than being main characters. It's not everyone that you've seen in these films is thrust into the forefront. There are key characters no. leading sort of teams, and then some of the other characters are in the background. And there's definitely more going on than, than we than you sort of notice on screen. That that, that it certainly finishes, and you know the story's not ended. Yeah, there's a lot more to come from this story. Yeah, um, but um, some of it's quite heartbreaking in a way. But um, some of it's really I've good. I've heard um, um, Hawkeye isn't in it, or barely in it at all. Oh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye's mentioned, but he's not in it. Um, Ant Man, oh. Ant Man is not in it, and um, although again he's mentioned. Um, I think, God, was it uh, Mark Ruffalo? Um, he's like, so there's a spider and an ant now, and that, that's kind of a, a moment of levity. Um, Mark Ruffalo's still All really right. good. You know, he, the, he, the way he plays Bruce Banner is really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, Peter Parker's probably cool. the standout character. Um, he, he's pretty funny um, in his parts in it. So um, yeah, I'd say I'd say Spider Man, mm-hmm. Spider Man, um, and um, Bruce Banner are quite probably quite the the standouts. Um, Groot's a teenager, which is all right. It's quite funny. Oh, yeah. um, the Thor story, wow, that takes a, a sudden turn. You know, if you watch uh-huh. Thor Ragnarok right before this, and like right at the end of Thor Ragnarok, it leads into them seeing the huge ship that Thanos is on. Um, it takes a really dark twist, like straight away. Um, so that's worth looking out for. Um, but yeah, I, I can't give too much away. There is so much that goes on. And and it's really great yeah. great to see all these characters on screen. It doesn't feel like overkill for me. Um, again, like I say, because some characters take the lead and others are are kind of in the background. Um, and it's probably mm-hmm. some of these background characters that are going to make the huge difference moving forward. 
and and it's quite shocking how many of the Avengers are left at the end. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> well, I didn't say which way. No, you didn't. But that's... <laughs> well, I mean, John, I've not spoiled anything there. Trust me. When you watch the film, you no, you, I've not spoiled a thing there. I've heard, I've I've heard that comment said many times before as well. I mean, you know, I mean. Like I say, there's a lot more of this story to come. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to yeah. spoil it. Okay. Anymore. So I, I can't wait for you to see it. Um, I, have you got plans to? Uh, hopefully this week. Great. So next show, uh, we will be able to spoil the fuck out of it. Yeah. Have you seen Black Panther yet? I haven't. No. I've got a really ropey version of it, um, which I'd, I'm, I'm kind of not wanting to watch because it's I know it's pretty ropey but at the same time I really want to see that film but at the same time I don't want to go to the cinema ah, so to watch it <laughs> alright I, I haven't seen it either so that, just, that means that watching Infinity War is not spoiled by the fact we haven't seen Black Panther absolutely not no um, okay I, you know I think it would probably add a little bit of colour to the to the picture and there certainly are parts of the film set in Wakanda but only small parts mm-hmm. and um, if you saw I mean, if, if if you've seen the trailers for for Black Panther, and you've watched um, the, the what's the one where they introduced Black Panther um, Civil War, I think was it yeah, yeah. It was Civil War. Um, if you've seen Civil War, yeah. if you've seen those, you, you're familiar with who the characters are, and and you'll be familiar with the the concept. It, you don't need to have seen, really, you don't need to have seen any of the films before to know what's going on. Um, it, okay. it works very much as a standalone film. Um, I was worried about that because, yeah, obviously hadn't seen Black Panther yet, um, despite really wanting to. I might download it and um, and watch it. Oh, it might be on the flight when I go to New York. That would be handy if it is. Often they have new films. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it in the next few weeks either way. It's out on digital download now, as of today, I think. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll, I will definitely catch up on that uh, soon. So, um so yeah, it was fun. It was a fun outing. Um, I've never so many people um, at cinema at one time. I, I don't think as friends. I, I remember when we went to college together, we had some fairly yeah. fairly big groups. Well, I say fairly big groups. It might be four of us. Like went to the cinema. Were you there when we went to see Jurassic Park and the the picture slipped, the projector slipped, and it was. Were you there? No. Okay. There were a few no, of us I, there. I specifically remember Stargate. I'm sure we all watched Stargate. Too, yeah, we did. We, we did. definitely. Yeah, we all watched. And there, there was probably four or five of us then. Actually, wasn't there? Like, all went. Mm. Um, but yeah. Okay. So this this is the biggest party of people I've been with for some time. And so um, r- regular shout outs to you know Craig, Big Craig, Craig, uh, Daddy Craig, Big Daddy Craig. I don't know what I'm talking about. Craig was there. Um, so basically half of our listenership was there. Um, Craig was there. Um, the aforementioned uh, little Jamie. Um, my, my friend John, who's not subscribing, so fuck you, John. And um, Keith, uh, Keith Keith was there, uh, who cool. um, had, um, uh, had umbrage at me using the word ambiguity incorrectly. And um, oh, uh, they've kind of ganged up um, to, to convince me not to give the other guy a shout out which seems a bit mean I don't know if you remember in the oh. last show there was one person that was um, accused of being a bit needy about getting a shout out I don't, I, vaguely vaguely yeah um, but at the same time they've asked me to reference him as Ben Dinklage um, <laughs> after Peter <laughs> Dinklage who, who appears in Avengers Infinity War <laughs> oh. 
but, but, but that, that's a bit of a slight on Ben's height. So I'm going to give Ben a shout out. Ben was there. And um, Ben was really excited because it is a, it was like the biggest group of, of us ever going to the cinema. Um, Keith managed not to get tickets with us and he was sat behind us on the road behind on his own. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but that was well, really in, fun. In reality, I mean, going to the cinema is sort of partly a very unsocial social event. It is. It's bizarre. You'll go sit. You'll you go sit in a room, shut up, and watch a film, and don't say anything to each other. Yeah, it's really nice to go with a friend because you don't want to be on your own. You don't want to be the Jonah sat there like all lonely. Um, but then at the same time, you're going to ignore everyone, <laughs> even if they talk to you. It's like shut the fuck up. Um, but uh, no, it was it was alright. I mean, you know, Keith probably had a very good view from where he was. It wasn't a busy screening by any stretch of the imagination. There were people supposed no. to be sat next to us, which is why he hadn't sat next to us. But then they moved a seat oh, away that's... anyway. It just would have been weird for him oh. to come and fill that one in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was my first experience of IMAX, and um, certainly IMAX 3D. Uh, well, f- I say first experience of IMAX. Um, first film I've watched in IMAX because I have seen a bit of um, Game really? of Thrones in IMAX in Leicester Square, but um, yeah, I'd never seen a film in IMAX because you know tickets are twenty pounds each. <laughs> it's it, <coughs> yeah, or well, nineteen pounds something. Um, I mean, our friend John uh, booked the other another John. Um, he booked the tickets. Yeah. And I, it was nineteen pounds. I just gave him twenty quid. Um, but three um, D, I, I really. Again, I, I found it really blurry. Yeah, there's so much action going oh. on in those films that it, it's it's hard yeah. to take in what's going on. I'd, I'd much rather watch a 2D screening, I think. And um, yeah. and there was this spot sort of in the top, top left of my vision that was just a little bit like a bit of a blind spot. It felt like I had cataracts or something. Oh, um, oh God. You know, I was like, fuck, are my eyes going like, you know, I'm getting old age already. Um, but it was it was just these the glasses. I, I, I don't know whether there was light, whether there was light sort of reflecting on them, or just the angle I was watching the screen at. But I had this blind spot, and it was really annoying. There was nothing I could do to stop it. So um, I, yeah, I'm still not a fan of 3D. But it was much much better than regular 3D, a regular you know multiplex. So uh, there's, there's that. But uh, was the screen was the screen noticeably bigger because I've obviously I've been to Blue Water myself several times having lived just around the corner yeah I just wondered if it was a screen really big because I've been to the IMAX in Waterloo and that is a big screen yeah I've been in that one um I, I actually just to have a look around so I work I work very close to that one um so I went up there just to you know business to business sort of you know hi how you doing let me have a look at what you do you come and have a look at what we do and um uh-huh but I, I haven't watched a film in there but that that i think it's about the same size screen but a bigger room um the one all oh, right yeah the one in it's the bfi imax like the flagship imax cinema in london the the one in waterloo and um although it's it is a big screen there's not that many seats really in there and it's a very steep angle and and you feel quite close to the screen i think um, whereas at, yeah. at the one at Blue Water, it felt like you were a little bit further away from the screen. But I think the screen was a, about the same size. Um, I think I've been the only other IMAX experience I've had, as I say, was in Leicester Square, where I went for the uh, Fantastic Beast Live and um, a Game of Thrones screening as well. And it was mm-hmm. that that screen is is enormous. It's much bigger. You know, Leicester Square, obviously the the sort of centre of cinema in U, the UK. It's where all the premieres are. 
um, albeit usually yeah. at the Odeon rather than the Empire where I went. Um, but that screen felt much, much bigger and it was a much bigger auditorium. Um, but um, yeah, I, I I didn't have any problem with the size of the screen. It was it was much more. It was noticeably bigger than a usual than an ordinary cinema screen. Um, obviously, because you get more height um, as well as width. So, all oh, right. But an enjoyable experience. Just I didn't think the three D was worth it. Although it was much crisper. No. Um, at times, it was still quite blurry during action scenes, and like I say, that blind spot just really bugged me. So oh, yeah, shame. so there we are. That's Avengers: Infinity War. Um, kind of a, a tangent, but staying on the same theme, John. It's quite exciting. Yes. Quite exciting news for somebody who's sort of launching a Lego YouTube <laughs> series thing. Um, I got sent. Yes. I got sent some Lego. I got sent some Lego from Lego. Like, I I saw that the other day. Are you, your silence was uh, was was deafening on the subject. I wasn't sure if you'd be, <laughs> be cross about it or not. Um, <laughs> but sadly jealous. That's why I said nothing. <laughs> well, bear with me. I'm going to explain that. So this this yeah. guy um, Josh, um, he hit me up on Twitter and and he used his personal Twitter account to message me, direct message me, and it was just like. Uh -huh. um, hi, you've been selected to receive some exclusive Lego. Uh, we've got some uh, Inf Avengers Infinity War Lego for you. All you've got to do is give me your address. Okay. I was like, this doesn't sound right. No. I looked at Josh's account. No. There's nothing about Lego. Uh, linked to his Instagram. It's just pictures of Josh. You know, He's not, not a bad looking guy, <laughs> but not my type. And... <laughs> and um and so i was like do you know what i'm, I'm gonna ignore this it sounds like a scam and then a few days later yeah. I, I got another message josh is like mate are you interested in this uh i just need your address and i'll send it to you and i was like josh um i can't accept unsolicited messages i can't respond to unsolicited unsolicited messages on twitter what i need you to do is um email me at the unheard nerd at gmail.com and um uh, from a from a recognisable or established email address, you know something that links to Lego. Um, otherwise, you know, yeah. I, I can't really I can't really respond to you. Um, it's unsolicited, and there's no, I, I just got nothing to go on here. And he was like, yeah, no worries, yeah. cool, no problem. So he emailed me straight away. It's like boom from a PR company working for Lego. Looked through their website. The, yeah, they dealt with the launch of the Light Cycle Lego. And um, oh. yeah, the Tron Light Cycle, Cycle Lego that you um, that you you have, and that you did your um, your, yeah. your YouTube video on. So uh, I, I'm yeah, I, I've got back to him. I was like, great. Yeah, I'm really sorry for being so skeptical. Um, <laughs> you know, you you can't be too careful when a strange man offers you Lego on the internet. And indeed, <laughs> we've all been there. And true to his <laughs> word, yeah, true to his word. A couple of days later, a big big box like a big box like probably 20 minifigs high came in the post <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean i could have used a better scale there i'm not sure it's easy to work out how big that box is <laughs> from minifigs but pretty big box um i think you know if you go on to our instagram which is at the unheard nerd um there i did put a story on which showed you know a minifig next to the box just for scale um, and in inside the box was another box, and it's a really nice plush black box with magnet sort of fastener on it, and Infinity Wars Ooh. sticker on the top, and 
and I opened it up and there's a lot a lot of paper in there and very very small boxes of Lego <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it's a very grand box for not very much Lego I tell you it's like Amazon packaging it's all packaging no package yeah. um, but inside was um, a very cool exclusive infinity gauntlet um, pre-made like these these were just made for this sort of mail out no they're not available in shops as far as i know and they don't give mm-hmm. them out willy-nilly but so a, a limited number of these infinity gauntlets which are quite cool and um and then four brick heads um now i know we're not fan of a fan oh, of yeah. funkos or funko no. pops or whatever they're called the, the big headed things these are basically yeah, the lego pops. yeah yeah these are basically the leg <laughs> unless they start sending them for free and then we're like we love them um <laughs> i, I love their cold dead eyes <laughs> i would i would give them away as uh as prizes i actually oh i never sent it to you i did a funko pop of you um you can design, <laughs> you can design them online <laughs> i, 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 I never sent it to you i designed one of you and i never sent it to you i'll, I'll find that and i'll send it to you you should dig, you should dig it out send it over oh uh, yeah i will have to um I, I did a screenshot of it um i think the idea is that you can make a funko pop of yourself um anyway brickheads we we're talking lego lego um brickheads yeah, are like lego. the lego version of of thing them really they're big headed mm. lego builds um so i got a star lord yeah. i got gamora i got iron man and i got thanos to build which is really cool yeah. um all all from all from lego just for i guess for you uh, writing about lego you writing about lego and um and and us uh, and you doing the youtube video as well i, I presume um cool. which is really cool so um what i'm getting to john is that i'm going to work this relationship and try and get more lego and that would free Lego. That would help to uh, uh, you yeah, progress your YouTube channel. Sounds yes. good. Sounds good, right? Hopefully they won't. Hopefully they won't. They're brilliant. Yes. Cool. Well, there we go then. So, um, I mean, that's my plan. You know, build the relationship, get free Lego. Yeah. So um, that, that, and, when you and, say when you say the the uh, the gauntlet was pre-made, was it like glued down, or is it literally just normal no. bricks put together? Hang on, let me grab it. I didn't check whether it falls apart. Um, it's it's pre-made. Don't know why. Just just curious. Yeah, no, that's a good good shot. It is glued. Yeah, it's glued. Oh right. Uh, it, I don't don't want to risk it coming apart in the packaging. I guess. I guess. Yeah, it's clearly clearly. I mean, it's clearly made of Lego bricks, like individual bricks. It's not like a three D yeah. printed thing or anything. But yeah, it, I hadn't actually checked that. I didn't even think to. Um, I did wonder why it <laughs> didn't fall. Oh, the uh, the Infinity Stones come off. Um, oh, but everything else seems yeah pretty glued down actually. Um, you left to you left to uh, stick up a picture. I mean, when you say it's the gauntlet, is it just like like a resting natural hand position, or is it in a fist? Or well, at the moment it's flipping the bird. I'm just going to post a picture to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me take a photo of it. So, so, so posable fingers then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fingers um, are posable. This is this is. Oh, right. brilliant! Hang on. Um, there we go. All right. So I'm going to post that to um, to Twitter, and you'll be able to see it in a second. People will be like, people will be like, what the fuck is that? Um, <laughs> hang on. Let's make it. Oh, let's crop that down. This is great radio. Great radio. Listen to brilliant me radio. post a great tweet. <laughs> Uh, currently discussing this on 
Jump the Shark podcast. Listen later to find out why. Boom. There you go, John. If you check Twitter in a couple of seconds when that's uploaded. Boom. There it is. That's the uh, that's the Infinity Gauntlet flipping the bird. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was nice. I haven't made the Funko Pops yet. Uh, not Funko Pops, fuck. Okay. Lego are never going to send ah! us... <laughs> yeah, Lego are never going to send us more... Um... Nah, that's it. You've ruined the relationship now. Oh, I'm really sorry, Josh. I loved, <laughs> I loved all your Instagram pictures. I'm going to go on and heart them all. <laughs> and, oh, as we speak, Mr. Jamie Collins, who I went to the cinema with, has joined, um, has started following us on Facebook. That's nice. Hi, Jamie. Ah. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Um, so yeah, yeah. So Lego, um, that's pretty cool. I'm quite pleased with that. Um, this this week on a similar theme, I I also built a Tie Fighter, a Metal Earth Tie Fighter, which was fun. Nice and really really fiddly, um, which um, <laughs> which goes with my Millennium Falcon now and my Tokyo Tower. No real theme there. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, if if you don't, if anyone that doesn't know, Metal Earth are like these. You get these two metal stainless well i think I don't know if they're aluminium or something like really shiny metal um like uh, plates and they've got all the parts that you need to make a model cut out and um and, and you have to like, like tweak them out and fold them and bend them and they fit together there's no glue required they just fit together by like sticking bits in holes and twisting um to hold everything in place and what you end up with is, is a really yeah. shiny model at the end they're really like it, it's there's something really satisfying about building them, but they are, oh God, this one, the TIE fighter was really, really fiddly. It's like so many small parts to build. Um, so, but uh, it came out really well. I'm not going to take a photo of that and put it on Twitter at the moment, um, but anyone that follows me <laughs> at that nerd will, will, um, will have seen that already. So there we are. Um, right. So uh, shall we move on from Avengers Infinity War? Yeah. Um, what, what have you been watching, John? Have you watched anything? This time I've been mostly binge watching Mindhunter. 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 Yes. What is Mindhunter? Uh, it's a, a series that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. What what caught my attention initially was the fact that it's produced and sometimes directed by David Fincher. Okay. Who was um oh uh, Alien Three Seven Panic Room, hmm. uh, Zodiac, lots of all i think all of his films are great i don't really, don't really dislike any of them so i thought i'd jump on this series see what this is all about and uh it's uh all about an fbi agent called holden ford in 1977 and he's uh he's like a, a negotiator for hostage situations hmm. um and he gets to team up with another agent called bill tench uh and they go around to sort of local police stations all around the country sort of trying to teach them about behavioral science and how if you sort of if you sort of think about the mind of the killer it might help you figure out you know why they're killing and how these murders are going to happen and on one of these trips uh holden uh goes oh we're going to such and such a place in the in the prison in that place they've got um i can't remember names sorry but they've got this um this serial killer he goes, I want to go there and interview him. <laughs> and he's like, are you mad? He goes, no, if we interview him and find out why he did these killings and what he was thinking at the time, 
we can is uh, we can sort of figure, you know try and figure out the psychology of the situation, and hopefully they want to build up criminal profiling. All right. So um, it's uh, it's it's ten episodes long, mm. uh, which and they range from thirty four to sixty minutes each. It doesn't really matter. There's no set time. They're as long as they want to be. So I thought it was caught me a bit off guard. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's something that I found quite happening quite a lot on Netflix. That your yeah, episodes can can range in length. Um, quite bizarre. Sorry, carry on. So there's no there's no action. There's no gunfights. There's no uh, chasing around in cars or anything. It's literally these two FBI agents going around to different states and nearly yeah, almost every episode they interview a new serial killer and you know how he did the murders, why he did the murders, and they set up this department of the FBI, the Behavioral Science Unit, uh, to hopefully try and start up. Uh, criminal profiling and it's just so goddamn brilliant and interesting oh wow so do, do, do they sort of show when, the, when they're interviewing surely it's not just yeah. them talking do they have flashbacks of the action and all the action the killing uh, um, uh, like no they just they just you just get to see the photos from the crime scene oh right but oh. it's so it's 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 just so goddamn interesting and well done that you don't really mind that you're not seeing uh, I mean, the only the only action that I could remember in the entire series is well, there's one car crash, mm. um, but that's just that's a sort of a genuine driving accident. But it just hits you as a shock when it happens. Yeah. And the very first, I think it's like ten minutes into the first episode, when you see Holden being a negotiator, the criminal puts a shotgun to his head and blasts his head off. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, but that is the only sort of, as far as I can remember, that's the only violent part of the whole series. The rest is all shown through. You get to see the the photographs of the actual crimes, mm. and they're still pretty disturbing even then. But yeah, yeah, wow. but yeah, it just it. I was hooked, and I watched the whole lot. It was just over a few days. Oh, crikey! So uh, when you said Mind Hunter, I thought of Mind Horn. All right, have you seen that? No. Okay, carry on. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very low low budget um, British comedy starring one of the guys from the Mighty Boosh. Um, as he was a, a sort of a cop in an 80s detective show where he had a, a artificial eye that could see the truth <laughs> in people's minds. It's really cheesy. Honestly, let's carry on. <laughs> <laughs> it's on no, Netflix it's, it's or a, Amazon. It's or a world away from that. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, well, I, I might give that a look then. Uh, Mind Hunter. Cool. Um, have you been lo- watching Lost in Space? I haven't started yet, unfortunately, no. Oh, wow. I thought you'd be straight on that, I'll be honest. I know, I did a new bit of sci-fi. Normally I would, but just haven't had the time recently. Okay. Do you think you might watch it um, at home? Because it's a family show, although maybe... Uh, not... I Yeah, the, uh, the missus is interesting, and she wants to see it as well. Yeah, it might not be great for the little ones just yet. There, is, there are some quite tense uh, moments, certainly in the first episode, um, enough to put my wife off watching it because she can't stand kids in distress. But um, uh, Okay. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Lost in space, family um, against the elements, so to speak. Um, I've really, I've really enjoyed it. I'm up to, I think, episode eight of ten, and mm-hmm. um, I really, uh, you know, in a ch- you know cheesy adolescent way, I really enjoyed the uh, old black and white series that I watched, you know, when I was a kid. Um, oh yeah, albeit reruns. Obviously, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it sometimes, but I'm not quite there. Um, but it, it really. Um, it's quite good it sort of blends 
you know, core elements from the from the original show, um, but brings them right up to date, and um, and they've done it really, really well. I I think it's really fantastic, and um, and and there's a lot of drama. The pacing's a little bit slow on it. It, it could get to where it's going a little bit quicker, but um, all yeah. the actors are quite good. Yeah, the kids usually in stuff I don't like, but um, I'm I'm okay with all of them in this, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good pretty good series. Um, more sci-fi coming to TV in the UK. Uh, the 100, or The 100, however you say it, returns to <laughs> UK screens tomorrow. Uh, that's Wednesday the 9th of May in the UK. Um, the show obviously uh-huh. will go out after that's on, but I'm sure you can catch up on catch up TV for people in the UK. Um, I think it's fourth season. I'm not sure, third or fourth season. I think it's fourth season. Um, we've watched them all. And it's a little bit hit and miss at times, but overall, more yeah. more hit than miss. Um, so there's <laughs> sure. that. Um, something else that's coming back, John. That I think we enjoyed the, the well, you, at least some of the first series. Or um, <laughs> actually, this is still the first series. The toys that made us is returning. Oh yes, um, four more. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, four more episodes that make up the rest of season one. And then I think it's been commissioned for season two as well, which is great yeah. news. Um, but the four episodes that are coming up, which again come out in May, um, I'm not sure what time, uh, what date, but very soon. Um, Transformers. Awesome. Star Trek. Uh-huh. Lego. <laughs> yeah. We love Lego. Love Lego, Josh. We love Lego. <laughs> and Hello Kitty. Ooh. Oh, okay. Well, three out of four is good. Okay. John, come on. I thought you'd be all over what? the Hello Kitty. Um, <laughs> what's not to love about Hello Kitty? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. What, what is it? What is it? <laughs> in, interesting that in every uh, every country that shows Hello Kitty, Hello Kitty lives in in the main city of that country. Um, so oh. in England, um, Hello Kitty lives in London, even though it's obviously not London. <laughs> yeah, little regi- regional. Um, tweaks there on Hello Kitty. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. it'll still be interesting because you know, the in the first four episodes, which covered what Star Wars, GI Joe, He Man, and uh, Barbie. I thought Barbie, the, yeah. the Barbie episode was actually one of the mo- most interesting because it was something yeah. I knew nothing about, and and it wasn't at all the fluffy, lovely story that you imagine it to be. It, it was actually quite um, quite the opposite. So um, I think they they do a really good job of telling a story, even if it's something you're not necessarily interested in they they managed to tell it mm. in a really interesting way um somebody who is a fan of hello kitty is deadpool mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. it's true he's a big fan it's true and um yeah we've seen we've seen a, a new trailer for deadpool 2 and um yes the, the greatest character by far is uh is his name john <laughs> delaney as is it james I think it's James, isn't it? He plays. Is it character. Rob Delaney as Peter? Rob Delaney as is it Peter? Yes, Peter. Then yes. yes. I mean, I I want to I want to watch the film just for him. He looks amazing. <laughs> He's just like middle aged dad. Twitter account. He has yeah, following it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Rob Delaney anyway. I think he's he's funny. Um, there's a there was a show. He is, yeah. Again, I can't remember the name of the show, but where he, I mean, he's obviously American. Um, he, in the show, he gets married to an English woman, and uh, they both wrote the show and and created this show. And it's about them having a relationship and then having a baby and like how they basically are just fuck ups moving from one disaster to another. And it's actually really yeah. funny. 
Um, I, I can't for the life of me remember what it is. But um, so I like Rob Delaney for that. He's kind of become a a British citizen without the citizenship, and he's a big promoter of the Labour Party over here for some mm. reason. Um, which is <laughs> which sounds weird, but it's amazing that he's landed this part in like this big film, uh, which looks like it's going to be pretty funny. There's there's one line I really love from the second trailer, which where is? Um, I I think it's uh, Cable stabs him in the shoulder with the with a knife, and as it says some depressing line about killing, and Deadpool just says, "Oh, that's very dark. You sure you're not from the DC universe?" <laughs> Yeah, uh, I haven't mm. read the story, but there was um, there was something about they had to take out a Disney gag from from the trailer. Yeah, from I, the I read, yeah, there was well, there, yeah, there was a, there was a Disney gag in the film because it's uh, Disney are possibly going to buy out Fox. Mm. They unfortunately were told to remove it. <laughs> <laughs> a bit too close, to, a bit too close to the bone, apparently. Maybe, yeah. There was a moustache gag as well, wasn't there? Um, about the CGI, it was like. Well, it's not like, oh yeah, Cable's got a green screen arm. And uh, they're like, it's not like we're moving a freaking dis- moustache, is it? Um, <laughs> that was quite funny too. Yes! I saw uh, Batman Ninja. Batman Ninja? Because that sounds like yes. the most awesome team-up of skill <laughs> and superhero-dom that has ever existed. Tell me all about Batman Ninja, because I need to know. Um, well, it's batshit crazy <laughs> <laughs> wow batshit crazy ninja i like it um so what okay. is it set in japan or something yeah um batman goes to arkham asylum where he meets uh is it a uh, gorilla gorilla grod or grud um who's invented um a time machine and uh he activates it when batman gets there and so gorilla batman catwoman joker harley quinn deadshot two-face uh, oh god, Red Robin, Robin, Nighthawk, and Alfred. I think that's the whole list. Um, <laughs> all, all get transported back to um, to uh, like feudal Japan. Hmm. Uh, because, because of the way time travel works, it turns out nearly practically everyone except Batman arrived two years earlier, so they're already sort of set up and running when Batman arrives. Right, and. Um, to, to break the story down into sort of two basic parts, it's almost literally the first half is Batman having fights and losing and losing all his technology. Mm. So he loses all his gadgets. Uh, this iteration of the Batmobile, which gets destroyed almost, becomes a Bat plane and then gets a bit more destroyed and then becomes a Bat cycle, <laughs> which is crazy. And then the second half of the film, all these enemies, each of these enemies has turned their base into basically a, a giant mecha robot so it's it's just utterly crazy so the end of the film is these sort of like temples and buildings which are all bolting together to form giant robots that fight each other i told you it's crazy um sounds a bit like blue water the apocalypse <laughs> 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 the artwork is amazing i mean when you compare it to the sort of dc director video stuff they churn out it's just so much better it looks absolutely wonderful there's so much detail in the drawings it really comes to life so in the last podcast you um you uh, you mentioned it uh, gotham by gaslight and um it, oh yes the yes. animation was a little bit saturday morning tv um cartoon so it, it's not yeah. it's better than that way better way better that's good to know way way better <laughs> i mean this 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 obviously this is a uh, pretty much batman anime from japan mm. so i always find their level of art well you know, 
that yeah their level of artwork is just yeah it's brilliant stuff good stuff oh. it's, not, it's, it's night and day compared to gotham by gaslight good to know good to know on a scale of um one to four out of ten which one is it sorry <laughs> on a scale of one to four out of ten because <laughs> we only get four out of ten reviews so uh you can only go up to four these days. Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh, okay. That, that was a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, okay, yeah. So, uh, one to one to five. What do you reckon? One, one. Oh, four and a half. Four and a half. That's pretty damn good. Okay, that sounds like um, something I need to watch. Then is it long? It's about hour twenty. Hour twenty. That's all right. It's doable. Doable in a sitting. <laughs> <laughs> I might want to be a ninja after that, though. Have you ever thought about being a ninja, John? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could just give up everything. Uh, give up podcasting, building a website, just become ninjas. Just become ninjas. <laughs> could do. Uh, dear. Oh, that does remind me. Uh, I've watched the first episode of Cobra Kai, and it's fantastic. Oh, is it? It's on YouTube Red, yeah. right? Which I don't understand at all. Yeah. Um, it's uh, YouTube... That's just a paid-for service, isn't it? YouTube you have to pay for. Is it like a subscription or can you just watch per episode? Or did you illegally download it? Well Be careful what you answer. No, the there. first <laughs> <laughs> No, the first two episodes are free, so I've watched the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did notice it's saying it's it's ten episodes and it's one pound eighty nine per episode. Which isn't gonna break the bank, is it? But at the same time, you could just illegally no. download it, probably. You could do. You could do. I expect. <laughs> I'm I'm not condoning well, it. Why you download these things? Yeah, well exactly. Um, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying it's a possibility. It's something you could do if you wanted to. Um, cool. Okay. So um, Batman Ninja sounds pretty awesome. Um, might have to give that a watch uh, when time allows. Um, I'm going to um, Secret Cinema tomorrow, John. It's finally come. The day has oh, come. Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to see. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. Anyone that hasn't uh, already you know, heard on previous episodes, I can't believe there's that many new listeners. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going to uh, the Blade Runner Secret Cinema, and um, I didn't realise we got to dress up and everything. Like you got to play a part. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Arcadia. I think that's where I'm going. Off world. Um, okay. My industry is scavenger. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Job title is dreamer. <laughs> and my my new identity, my new name, is William. That's my name. That's already my name. It's William Witchell. <laughs> So um, okay. ha- half a new identity there. Uh, I don't know how, but they, they managed to give me the same name. Um, so, yeah, um, I've got to dress up as a scavenger. And I have now got one of those fancy umbrellas with the light up LED in the middle. Oh, awesome. Which I can't wait for it to be winter again because that's going to look kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, having just, just got into spring and the early early signs of summer coming around the corner. Um, yeah, I'm looking for a dark day so I can use my umbrella. Um, so that'll be quite interesting. Apparently, you can either just explore the world of Blade Runner. It's like a, they've made the, an yeah. environment, like the world, like that you see Deckard in. Um, or you can sit and watch the film in that environment. So um, you, you, you're free to roam or you can... And yeah, they've got all these sort of Oriental um, or Asian food uh, stands just like in the film uh, so that's cool awesome i won't be able to take photos because they make you put your phone in a bag or something but i uh, know but for a handy fee you can buy a disposable camera to use on site can you oh well, that's good um good I to see they're not wasting a revenue can. stream oh well that's <laughs> disposable cameras that's really retro isn't it 
Yeah, I think you can. I think because uh, I've obviously seen reports on uh, what's it? They did a Back to the Future one, didn't they? Hmm. And uh, one, uh, oh, the Empire Strikes Back was the other one, wasn't it? Yeah, they've yeah. I think they've they've done a few. I mean, it started off really small, didn't it? It started oh, off. They've done more. It started off literally like you would sign up, get email updates. When a film came up that you liked, you would email back or yeah. you'd get on a list or buy tickets. And they would email you like a day before saying where it is. And it used to be in like old disused like tube lines. Like you'd sit on a platform and watch a film um, or like yeah. really, really small things. But it's become this huge, huge thing now, hasn't it? Which yeah, runs for like weeks on end and, um, and they're fully immersive. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm a little bit daunted by it. Um, I'm not looking forward to travelling on the tube looking like a scavenger, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to, and, and I'm going to have to put my stuff on at work and leave work looking like that, which is a little bit daunting as well. Oh, okay. um, but I'll just sneak out the back <laughs> Sorry, door. Sorry, once you get nearby, there'll be loads of other people as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reckon, I reckon. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. That's tomorrow. Let's have a little chat about stuff that's coming up. Um, there's been a few trailers for things. Uh, we saw mm-hmm. a, a new trailer for Solo, a Star Wars story, which looks cool. Yes. Um, the the latest trailer. Excited for that one. Yeah, makes it look much, much better, and I'm a lot more hyped than I was before. Um, get get the feeling it's going to be a really good film. Yeah. No, I, I've seen... <laughs> I've, I've tried not to watch the TV spots, but... Um, no, I don't watch them. There's but... some... The, I know there are some some moments between Chewie and Han in the TV spots that you know really make me laugh. Mm. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, I mean there was I read I read a story this morning that that put this up as a a, a good news point. Um, when films have review embargoes that don't that only let you know, only let the, the film reviews go out like the day before the film's released or even the day the film released, you sort of. You think, oh, hang on a minute. There's a reason for that. What, what are they not telling us? What are they hiding? Yeah. But um, apparently, apparently, the review embargo for Solo is two weeks before its release. Oh right. So obviously, Disney is very confident they've got a a, a a good film on their hands. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I mean, it seems you know, like you know, there were there were all the the rumors about Rogue One and all the reshoots and everything, and and um, yeah. and that turned out to be you know. I'd say almost at this point, my favourite Star Wars film, uh, bizarrely, even though there are parts oh. of it I don't like. But um, yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm really, yeah, I'm really hyped to, to go and see Solo. Um, it comes out here in the UK on the 24th of May and then in the US on the 25th of May, um, interestingly. So we get it a day early, mm. which is which is cool. Um, but it's also we get a lot of we get a lot of uh, Marvel stuff a, a few days early as well usually. Well, we do, yeah. But in in the case of Ant Man, we're getting it much later. We're getting like a month later, and there's a reason for that. And the yeah. re- the reason is that we Brits like a little game called football. Um, other parts of the world might <laughs> might call it soccer, but they're wrong. And um, yeah, because it clashes with the World Cup. The release of Ant Man clashes with the World Cup. Now, people in America don't oh, really okay. care so much, so they're they're going to release yeah. it there anyway. But they're going to wait a month until after the World Cup to show it here, um, where we will be depressed because England or insert home nation <laughs> here uh, have fallen out of the World Cup in tragic style, as always, and um, someone else has won it. So uh, yeah, but Ant Man's got a really tough gig, you know. I mean, coming after Avengers: Infinity War, that's a really tough gig. Yeah, I know it's it's supposed to cleanse the palate a little bit. It's like a light-hearted film, a bit more comedic than 
than you know Avengers Infinity War, which is a lot more serious. But I just don't know how it's going to hold up after that. It's, it's a tough one. <laughs> Um, but I don't think there's any good you know, film that you could put after that unless they put the next Infinity Wars or the next Avengers film straight out after it. So, um, yeah, so there's that one. Um, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. Uh, is it Taron Egerton? Yeah. Is that his name? Taron? That's him. Tarek That'd Gordon. be him. Taron. Yeah. Is it's Taron? Yeah. So he uh, yeah. is famous for the Kingsman films. Um, he's the young. Yes. Uh, youth uh, or chav in that yep and uh, he was also <laughs> he, he was also in eddie the eagle the film about eddie the eagle which is oh fan- yeah i forgot about that that's, fan- that's, that is a really good film is a really good film yeah i really enjoyed that um so he's not if it's true but still very good <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah liberal liberal use of uh, a true story there um but he's he's gonna play robin hood and i've got to say john i watched that trailer Oh, doesn't look good. Just looks like all the others. <laughs> just oh, um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, it reminds me of that. Um, um, what was that? That uh, King Ar- Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie, King Arthur film. I, again, I didn't it's watch just that. Got that kind of vibe to it. Yeah. It, it, oh, okay. It's trying to be like a, a sort of a high action film set in times where high action wasn't really achievable. <laughs> you know, there's no guns or helicopters and shit like that. So we're gonna have him sort of leaping through the air, shooting arrows in every direction, um, like a, an acrobat or something. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't buy into that whole thing. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. So um, yeah, I think I'm gonna give Robin Hood a miss. I wasn't a fan of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which did incredibly well, uh, mainly because Kevin Costner. Well, yeah, because Kevin Costner clearly couldn't be bothered to learn how to speak with an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little John. If it wasn't that film, we wouldn't have had the Brian Adams song. Oh well, there we go. That's reason to boycott it. And um, <laughs> everything I do, I do it for <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Um, I mean, interesting though. Uh, you know, Naf music music we wouldn't listen to can become quite popular uh-huh. thanks to films and we saw as we saw with deadpool 2 and celine dion um <laughs> she who gave us that titanic song that was at number one for 15 years uh, as, my uh, heart will go on yeah my song will go on and uh, my heart will give out <laughs> she, she's rec- she's recorded a song for deadpool 2 hasn't she there's a video with deadpool I, in I, I, yeah i've seen it i've seen it but i haven't actually watched the video yet yeah i started watching it i was like this is silly deal what the fuck am i doing i'm ruining my youtube history <laughs> like people might look at that um but then i had to i had to watch it all the way through and it's all right it's funny but you know it's deadpool yeah. but it, it ain't all that it ain't all that <laughs> um uh, also last thing coming up we've got um Luke Cage, the season two series, uh, trailer dropped yesterday. Um, uh-huh. And Luke Cage meets his match with somebody as hard as him. Can you believe it? That seems impossible. Bulletproof man meets bulletproof man. Oh. Yeah. So that's coming up. It looks quite fun. <laughs> that's on Netflix. And yeah. Um, Book a month isn't going very well. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, I'm, um, I'm reading Walk Away by Cory Doctorow and I am finding it very very hard going um, I've just okay. broken the back of it I've just gone over halfway but it's a really tough book it's not intrinsically bad it's just not that good um, 
essentially it deals with uh, a f sort of near future, I suppose, where the rich are even richer and the poor are even poorer. And uh, in order oh. to escape these societal traps, people choose to literally walk away and go and live um, in a kind of the wilderness, I suppose, like uh, like um, like the outback in Australia, but it's in Canada. I don't know what the equivalent is. And um, and basically, they've got three D printers, uh, you know, on a much larger scale. Um, they can produce anything they need uh, without having to live within the constraints of society and more and more people are doing this and um, they've got their own universities where they're developing you know, science you know working on scientific projects and and things like that and they're also working on being able to um, upload consciousness into servers and, and and live effectively as a entity outside of a body and they they achieve it with one person and um and, and they plan to upload a lot of bodies into a satellite in orbit. That's about as far as I've got. It's, it's not all that. Oh. Not all that. So I'm struggling with it. Book a month has taken a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a. It's more like what me five months in now, and I'm on my third book. It's not so good. Oh. But I'll catch <laughs> I'll catch up in the summer when I'm on holiday and I've got no TV, radio, or internet, and I'll just read books. I'll read about five books probably while I'm on holiday. So that's cool. Um. Yeah. yeah. Anything else to talk about? Uh, something. Uh, well, I just thought a, a book I'd mentioned I'd, I'd forgotten I'd um, read until recently. Hmm. Um, the Geek, the Geek's Guide to Science Fiction Cinema: Thirty Key Films That Revolutionised the Genre. Oh, cool. Uh, written written by uh, Ryan Lambie, who's a, a regular contributor to uh, one of our favourite websites, The Den of Geek. Hmm. Um, the book does exactly what it says on the cover. Um, he picks. 30 films and goes into uh, detail about them and how they uh, influenced other films that come along, be they just in the same genre or they might have copied it slightly. Or uh, I don't recall ever reading a, a guide to cinema in any form before, but I really enjoyed it. Picks 30 science fiction films and how they influence sort of science fiction cinema in different ways. So, what films have featured? So, um, uh, like, gives a handful. Uh, oh, I'm going to pick my brain up. Obviously, 2001's in there. Yep, very slow. Star Wars. A bit faster, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read it when it came out in, in back in in February, so I'm struggling to remember what... That's cool. Um, There's a review on the website, isn't yeah, it? It, it, it picks, no, that was that was a different book. Was it? Another Den of Geek? Have I, have I completely not listened oh. to a word you said? <laughs> Is that what... Do, Don't say that. No, I'm sorry. I think I've just missed something key there. I'm sorry. I think I got distracted. No, the book the book I reviewed for the website was Movie Geek: The Den of Geek Guide to the Movieverse. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's fine. It's, it's, it's lots of lots of the word geek. I think is probably throwing you off. This is the Geek's Guide to Science Fiction Cinema. <laughs> right, got it. <laughs> cool. Well, that sounds yeah. interesting. Just check it out on Amazon. It's only a, it's only a fiver for the Kindle edition at the moment. I recommend it. Cool. Well, there we go. On that. Note almost a bombshell that would have been totally top gear ripoff, wouldn't it? On that bombshell, <laughs> just a bit. Can you believe <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson is now the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I haven't even tried watching it because the thought just scares me. Yeah, I haven't watched it either, <laughs> but I haven't watched it in years. I didn't even know it was still on. I thought I, it, I thought it had finished. I thought, yeah, as far as I know, it had finished years ago. It's just reruns on Challenge TV and stuff, yeah, something like that, yeah. 
Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, the more you know, the more you know. Um, yeah, that, that includes another episode of Jump the Shark, the podcast. And um, if you do enjoy the show, it would be really cool if you're a subscriber on iTunes. If you just scroll to the bottom of where you pick up the show and, and just give us a little rating. I think it's one to five. Um, any of those will do. And uh, if you're feeling mm. extra generous, give us a little review because uh, the more people that do that, the more visible we come on, become on there and hopefully we can increase our listenership. Um, we would really appreciate that. Um, if you get it on Stitcher, you can do the same thing. You can favour it. Or I think you can rate it um, or, or whatever your podcast aggregator uses, um, rate, review, whatever. Um, or, you know, if, if nothing else, just share it on Twitter, Facebook or whatever um, and just say, I'm listening to this show. You should too. That'd be awesome. If you want to get in touch with us, please do. We love your feedback. We love um, hearing from you. Um, mostly the bad stuff, the good stuff, not so much. And you can find us on Twitter. Um, I'm at that nerd will and john is at uk film nerd um or generically you can fit find us at at the unheard there's a lot of ats in that at the unheard nerd <laughs> um facebook.com forward slash the unheard nerd you can message us um i think it says usually responds at some point um instead of like within five minutes or whatever is recommended um you can email it's the unheard nerd at gmail.com and yeah, um, there's a contacts page on the website. It's theunheardnerd.com. Um, you can literally click on theunheardnerd.com forward slash contact and email us direct through the website. So lots of ways to get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. If you want a shout out, just ping us an email and let us know what you'd like to, uh, to talk about. Let us know what you've enjoyed, what you've disliked, uh, what we've cocked up, any mistakes we've made, uh, what you agree <laughs> with. There's lots, I'm sure. And um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We'll give you a shout out. So yeah, thanks for listening, uh, Ben, Craig, John, JC, <laughs> Keith, uh, Jeffy Jeff. And everybody else who listens that actually doesn't tell us that they're listening, we love you very much. Thanks for listening. Um, John, it's been a pleasure. As always. Thanks, Phil. So many ready for any 20 minute time slot Throw your confetti, I'm rolling heavy on a broadwalk Shining light on societal blind spots Call the Vice Squad, call the Night's Watch on me I'm a half black rapper, half white walker zombie I know you never heard of Tribe 1 and Rocky But you're gonna wanna have us on your iPod promptly Went against the grain and they portrayed me as a rebel I don't wanna change the game, I wanna play a different level And this beat is so goddamn dope, no joke I almost wish you could've stayed an instrumental I've been following a dream since barely 18 Suckers dare to compare like they're the same thing But if this was just Another airbrain scheme Why am I flyer than an airplane wing? And we jump like we never had to walk on solid ground And we rock like we don't know how to turn the volume down And we dance like we never wore a tux or ballroom gown You'll know when you see us Cause we work like we didn't have an ocean between us this form I was forged in a furnace and I only want your support when I've earned it so save your money till you're sure I deserve it until then download it torrent and burn it I'm not concerned with Grammys or cloud I'd rather hit the galaxy and read the salmon a doubt no friends only fam is the chant that we shout trying to make the world better and our families proud it's just a matter of time before we get to the top on the rise like Legos and Tetris blocks stacking real hip-hop electric pop Celtic rock and anything else you got throw it in the melting pot for a mixture of sacred ancient artifacts 
Blending indie rock guitars and early party raps. Yeah, we're talented, but how do you market that? Just call it Malibu Shark Attack.